Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello. Hello? Is that you? It's me. Is that you? I think so. Who are you? Introduce yourself. I think I'm Chantel today. State your name at the door. (laughs) (laughs) It's Chantel. And I'm Kate. And we are the Foot Club Babes. That's right. We are. We selling our feet, pig. Whoa. Oh, my God. What'd you do? Did you just break everything? I dropped my Oh, my God. It's totally going so fast. Honestly. Pork chop sandwiches. (laughs) Pork chop sandwiches. Can we just talk about Jessica dropping those fire gifts in the Facebook group? Yes. They were on point every single one. I hope that she reads every book with us and does this for all of the characters for all of the books. It's too late. She already has to. I know. I know. She's committed herself. It's too good. It's sorry, Jessica. I know. Well, hope you accept this task. If you don't, bye. Taking your dog. See ya. (laughs) Taking your dog. Please don't leave. We love Murphy. Anyway. Yeah. What a cutie, that yeah. cutie doty. So and did you? Hmm? And then um, Ashley and Jessica's dog playing together. I know it's dumb. Too cute. It was dumb it's cute. cute. I know it's so cute. I just love all the chitter chatter that's happening in the Facebook group, and like Me people too. are jumping in with how they felt. Love it. Yes, we yes. had a lots of theoriums happening mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. month. It was good. It's a good discussion to- discussion book. Yeah. Now we get to talk about it. Woohoo. What are you like reading right now? I just finished um The Southern Book Club Guide Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix. So good. You so good that one, right? I did. I did. And the narrator was good. At first, because I really liked um the mm-hmm. one for us at against you um I at first I wasn't sure because it's she has a southern like accent so I was like oh I love a southern accent I, I don't know how I feel about it I really liked how the other girl's voice wasn't like monotone but like I liked her cadence I liked mm-hmm. but anyways um it was good and I, I ended up really enjoying the author's or the narrator's voice it was good sweet and it had like a weird element to it as most of great yes books do. of course yes yeah but you were prepared for it so it didn't come out of left field and freaked mm. out <laughs> no and like I think it the title pretty much sums up exactly what it is it's <laughs> nice. it's just really it's really cute it's really cute so I love the little like community they have of like just Southern old biddies. I don't think they're old. They must be middle-aged because they have young children, but like just a Living their book. Best a, life. Yeah. A group of girls in their book club. And 
I actually put it on my TBR because Summer in her book club had listened or read it, listened to it, read it last October for oh, there. So I was like, I need to put this on my pages. radar. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, so then yes. I need, I finally got around to reading it for October. Well, not reading it, but listening. So Summer's book club is currently voting, but they might read Anxious People. And I if you're read it again. Mm-hmm. I Are voted too. I said, what okay. did you vote for? Anxious people? I, mm-hmm, obviously, because I would go and join in on that chat. I hope everybody else, if you're not part of their um, group, it's on Facebook. And uh, book club. go vote for anxious people and we'll all go yeah. talk in their book club. I think I might need to listen to it. I think I might need to listen to that one. Yeah. I remember it being a very good book. It was so good. I can yeah. remember bits and pieces of it, and I'm not usually a, rem- a good rememberer. Right. I've there got a short so term. Mem- memorable characters. Exactly. Like the guy in the bunny suit mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. That's exactly where I go. Yeah. <laughs> what are you reading? Oh, the same. The same. I have not progressed. I've just been watching a lot of like unsolved mysteries. Love that for you though. Love that. That's like my nighttime relaxing show. Turn the brain off. Yeah. And like, I've almost been, I've almost been struggling a little bit with true crime lately, which is weird for me. You too. Yeah. Amiibo. Yeah. Yeah. That Dahmer thing. Like it fucked you up. Me in the head. And then once I started thinking about it more, I was like, this is kind of fucked up. I shouldn't have an immunity mm-hmm. to listening to these horrific things have happened to other people's families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So unsolved mysteries is just a good, yeah, title. baseline. Good, just classic eighties reuniting. Yeah, UFOs. Yeah. What mm-hmm. you know, random shit. Robert Stack, love them. You know they've got the lumen all out. You know that yep. it's going to be a good one. Looking for oh, UFOs and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is how we knew the UFO came everywhere. Luminol, <laughs> <laughs> bodily fluids <laughs> everywhere. It's alien <laughs> semen. <laughs> it's on the ceiling. <laughs> and, if anybody. Anyway could come on the ceiling it would be an alien i think <laughs> i don't know some boys got, got friggin <laughs> what do you want to call that not endurance but like um pressure, um, pressure. <laughs> 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 they making diamonds in there or something <laughs> i was just liking it to like water pressure i don't know yeah yeah psi the psi force. <laughs> the force behind it <laughs> Yeah, you never know. Anyway, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that I started speaking of penises. Um, <laughs> I, I, I thought I'd like go and see what Euphoria was all about. Oh, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I really hope teens aren't really like this is what I say. Yeah, I think I watched the first half of the first season mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get my teeth in I like it I really like it but yeah. I just feel like so sad for like and I'm just hoping that teenagers are not like this you know the one girl say? yeah 
what do they say teenagers scare the living shit out of me that's <laughs> how i feel about those teens what did the one girl what were you saying the one girl's like figured out that she can make money just like twerking on the internet so she just like so you know yeah that's what she does yeah i yeah i feel like that's like the really dark side to teenagers i guess well and then obviously the main character is addicted to drugs yeah so that's and fent- like fentanyl like it's crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways mm-hmm. interesting though i'm excited to hear mm-hmm. more about your euphoria journey for a second i thought you meant smoothies <laughs> mm, i could go for a smoothie though <laughs> but where would you even there is no more euphorias you couldn't find the euphoria is that no no there is not there can't be um so shelby listens to our podcast hi shelby hi shelby she puts it on and when natter's around too and i guess the other day because nat loves when you sing to her she'll dance like she's a little dancing mm-hmm. baby and i guess the other day i had sung something in the podcast and natalie started dancing <laughs> oh that baby's so cute their baby is a cutie she's she's a good cutie she is and I saw her yesterday in real life and she like understands what you're saying now it's bananas Mm -hmm. it makes sense like she's a little human but it's like you know what I'm saying now Mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah it's very crazy and she says dog 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 oh to ruby she's she so was good. just saying dog dog and cat cat oh. she was petting bowie too that was so cute i'm dying of cuteness over here she's she's a good baby that's the yeah. best part of having somebody that has a baby it's like you get to go eat, 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 and then you get to go woo pass but it yes, back like exactly. a football exactly hot potato but especially when it's a really really cute baby if she was mm-hmm. not cute and she's cried a lot i would be like i don't mm-hmm. want to hang out not not around <laughs> this not around these parts baby <laughs> baby but i said i'm gonna be the cool aunt who takes her out for dinner and lets her eat dessert first anyway anyway Tom, what else were you gonna say you were gonna say something i think i'm gonna cut you off like a rude old no. elephant <laughs> no i was just gonna say I'm excited to talk about the book. Yeah. We could get started and yeah. just say hello to our two new babes this week. Who day? Abigail and Michaela. Welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Not dancing. Not dancing. Um, we had a sweet gal on our Instagram. I had Tell a, me all about a her. little interaction with her. She uh posted patricia she posted that she was listening to our podcast and then she said this is the first episode of yours i'm listening to and let me tell you i love the vibe and i said welcome and sorry in advance for the chaos (laughs) and she said i approve of the chaos i want more chaos and I said, oh. you're in. Consider that your initiation. <laughs> yep. Well, Patricia, <laughs> buckle up. Yeah. We're getting ready here. <laughs> Shit's about to go down. It's a, but what's that flow rider song? It go me run. run. Baby, run now. We were singing two different songs. It's oh, yeah. So okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
that's just the way she bodes. <laughs> All right. Well, should we talk about the end of this fucking book? Oh my god, yes, we should. I can't wait to hear your feelings. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm all getting them all. hot. I was just going to say, hot. Caitlin is stripping. So good thing this isn't, the video isn't going online at least. I literally have a t shirt on. Sure. It looks like it's, it's not your. Even a, your t shirt is lower cut than my t shirt, and that mm. never happens. Looks like your breasts to me. <laughs> <laughs> As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. All right. All right. Talk about this book. Tell me. Going all the way back. Okay. (laughs) All right. I know it's like this book is over. We've talked about it enough. I know. We're done here. (laughs) Okay. I'm done. Honestly, same. Okay. Laura, say that's the butt end of foot clubs, foot club babes. Bye. Bye. We over it. (laughs) Goodbye. We're over it. Laurel is arriving at Floyd's. She's noticing that nothing is decorated for Christmas. And she's like, do you not do like Christmas trees or anything like that? And um, Floyd then gets like poppy excited. They go and to leave and get one. And this means that Laurel is alone in his house for the first time. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she's looking through like the boxes of old, old decorations, which are all shit. So she decides that this is her excuse, quote unquote, to look around because <laughs> she needs to find a spare, a spare fuse I or something thought, for these lights. <laughs> yes. And I thought that she was going to find something in the attic. I was like, Ooh, this is when it's going to get spicy. That did not happen. <laughs> Turns out that she goes into his study because she's never been there she says that's where the fuses are in the in the study it's gotta be because you know everybody just keeps those christmas fuses around mm -hmm. of course in their library or (laughs) office or whatever when they haven't put up a christmas tree for years exactly yeah 
Um, of course, that's the first place she went to because she's always getting that strange feeling like she does that he doesn't want her in there. Um, and she's just like, I'll just let myself in here. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And she knows that she's no longer looking for said fuse. Um, and then as she's rummaging around, there she is, Ellie piles and piles of newspaper clippings from when she went missing and then she's like wait a second didn't he say he just googled her like last week when we met yeah that's fucked (laughs) red Mm -hmm. flag laurel red flag Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then she's like i got a piece out of there like gotta go um she's alone with poppy and they're decorating she takes the time to pry in her laurel way um and says like so Poppy, what's the deal with like Christmas? And she explains that it's never been their thing. Um, but she's kind of like, I don't know if she's a little jealous, but she does say like SJ's mom goes all out and like their car- house looks like a Christmas card and she's like getting excited. And then she's mm-hmm. like, but whatever, that's like, whatever. I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also says that she's excited for a proper Christmas for a change which is kind of sad um, because she then tells her that their Christmas is kind of just a lunch. They swap gifts with each other and then they watch a movie. There's never any family. They Um, don't got no fam. mm -hmm. And then Poppy also tells her that she wishes there was more. And she says that she wants more noise in the house. And then of course, Floyd comes in again, right at the perfect time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they're all admiring the tree and Floyd tells them that they've made everything perfect and that he loves Laurel and he really, really loves her. Of course, then he says this in front of Poppy, who is staring up at Laurel, smiling, almost essentially forcing her to say, I love you too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hate that for her. Yes. So then, once she's alone, she's kind of just like going over the the facts and stuff that she knows. She's like the carrot, the clippings, and the carrot cakes, and the phone call from Blue. Um, and she knows at this point that Floyd is not who he says he is, and he is a fake and a phony. For flip's mm-hmm. sake, Laurel, it's mm-hmm. only taken you three quarters of the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Laurel's mom is still alive at the next visit, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruby asks Laurel how the new boyfriend is, and Laurel lies and says it's good, although she can tell that her mom knows she's lying, so it's a little bit awkward. Mm-hmm. On her way uh, out from visiting Ruby, she calls Jake. Uh, He apologizes and Laurel does too. She asks if they will be at Bonnie's for Christmas and he says they will be. And then she asks to speak with Blue, which I was kind of shocked about. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she apologizes to Blue and asks why she thought what she thought about Floyd. Because now she's like hella suspect, right? And Blue Mm -hmm. says, quote, you feel it too oh just calling shots calling it like Mm -hmm. she sees it she does i love that about her i know 
So she explains the colors that she saw in Floyd's aura. She saw dark green, which is low self-esteem and confidence, which is kind of a bummer because I love dark green. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, She saw dark red, which signifies anger. She saw dark pink, which is immaturity and dishonesty. She says the way he presents himself to the world is very different than how he actually is and that he's taking cues from the people around him in terms of how he should be acting, which sounds 100% like what we've seen so far, right? Mm-hmm. AKA, he's a sociopath. Yeah, pretty much. Um, she also says that the way he watches Poppy isn't normal, and it's like she's acting too in some weird way. Um, it's almost as if he needs Poppy as a cloak, and that he doesn't actually love her, which is a big old yikes. Um, it, she also says that Floyd is pretending to be something he is not to gain Laurel's love. And this is exactly how Laurel felt when they were at the Christmas tree. And he decided to be like, Ooh, I love you. Um, Lou goes on to say that Poppy's aura is a rainbow, but she needs to be taken from Floyd before he ruins it. And then Laurel's like, well, what's my aura? And Blue. And Blue says that Laurel's aura is so faded she can barely see the colors. Um, Which is yeah. so sad. Yeah, that like, is. Oh, man. Could you imagine hearing that? No. Like, what? You can't fake it. <laughs> what else would she expect her to say? Oh, you. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You're pure white. You're the definition of amazingness. Human. Yes. God. You're in the best mood always. You're okay. an optimist. <laughs> yeah. Definitely Laurel, if there is a definition of her. <laughs> it's that. She's at work. She apparently missed the memo on the Christmas jumper. She's just wishing. So she's just in her regular clothes and wishing she could go home, like get me out of here as soon as possible. There's even like a work event and she's like, Ugh, I just want to be at home. That is literally how I always, this sounds bad, but like when you're forced to do office Christmas stuff mm, and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather just be at home with my dog. Yeah. 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 Like I'd rather not be doing any of it. <laughs> you know, it's just a personal preference. I'm a homebody. <laughs> you can find her at home on the couch with her her little Ruby. Hell, Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> And if it's a Saturday night and Marty's out of town, Chantal and I will be on the couch together. <laughs> Hell yeah, we will be. Oh, shoot. You know we'd be watching those three-parter documentaries and some trailer park boys. And if we're feeling feisty, it might even be a seven-part documentary. Who knows? Oh, shoot. That's true. Okay. And we roped Justin into them, too. Oh, yes. That is true. That was a good one. The bling ring one. Oh, do yeah, recommend yeah okay um so then all day she's been looking for people's auras and she's thinking about what blue said and she's kind of making sense of it all and she's like yeah that makes sense that it's dark because he's fake and blah 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 but after some drinks and some cute texts from floyd things are a little bit blurry and then laurel thinks what a strange girl blue is so she's kind of wavering on her gut feelings yes Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yep. So it is Christmas Eve and Laurel sleeps in, but then she wakes up and she starts getting ready. Floyd texts her to ask her to come to his place first. He has a gift for her, but it's too big to bring to the party. Mm. Laurel, for once in her fucking life, feels weird about this and does the right thing. She texts both Hannah and Paul, telling them that she's stopping at Floyd's first and that she won't be late. But if she is late, they should call her immediately. And if she doesn't answer, they should send someone to come for her at Floyd's address. (laughs) I'm pretty sure like Hannah texts her back being like, um, hello. And she doesn't respond. So that's cool. (laughs) Just leave them hanging. Yeah. Do I need to call the police? Mm. And then on the way to Floyd's, she passes all the old landmarks and traditions of Christmas's past. She's thinking about her family and everything that they had been through pre-Ellie disappearing, etc. And then she prepares herself to go into Floyd's. Yikes. All right. Now we're in part five. And this is from Mr. Floyd's perspective. <gasps> hey, Laurel, are you there? It's me, Floyd. <laughs> And she says, I'm right here. Give me that carrot cake, beach. <laughs> you must eat it off my fork. <laughs> Actually, I think she got her own fork, but you must eat my exact piece. How's my, this Rohypnol, I mean, <laughs> carrot cake taste. Just Does kidding. Does it smell that's, like chloroform to you? <laughs> that's, that's Noel. That's Noel. Okay. So he's thinking, Laurel Mack, what a dazzling woman. I can't believe that she is in my bed. She even told her mother about me and took poppy shopping, blah, blah, blah. He can't imagine like how such an amazing woman would be with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now it's Christmas Eve and he's got his Paul Smith jumper on, which is a brand, which I hate it when they do that. And then they name a character Paul. Cause then I'm like, wait a second. Paul's name isn't last name isn't Smith it's a brand so if anyone else was thinking that that's anyways um so he's got his clothes that are similar to at her actual husband on and everything like that and he sees her arrive and she braces at the door and he catches her doing that and he can tell like just the minute differences in her like jaw and everything um, that he can see that she knows that I am not the man she thought I was. All right. Laurel arrives and Floyd lets her in. Floyd makes a cheers to Laurel. Poppy is upstairs rapping. Floyd opens Laurel's gift. I think it was a shaving mirror or something weird. Mm-hmm. Like a weird yeah. gift. Um, and he hugs her. Laurel suddenly feels repulsed by his touch and also finds Floyd a little bit terrifying. <laughs> so she should definitely stay in his house, right? Obviously. Just keep hanging out here. No problem. <laughs> he says no. he has to go out to the car to get her gift and hands her an envelope to open first. As he leaves outside, he says, Goodbye. 
which is um, I do that all the time, but I do it like because it's funny, not because I'm genuinely saying goodbye, right? Goodbye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big yeah. difference between like yeah, it's goodbye when you're like just like goodbye. Anyway, he so he says goodbye, but he means it. Inside the envelope is a letter where he explains that he's sensing that she is growing tired of him and that he has something that belongs to her. He's so happy that she got to know him and see him for a man and not a monster. And that there is a video on the computer in his study that will explain it all. And she clicks the play button. Oh my IDK, God. would you have? What would you have done? Obviously, I would have watched the video. <laughs> like, knowing that he was just outside, though? Um, I probably would have went to the window to see if he was, like, out there still. <laughs> I don't know. Or locked the door or something. It's like, his friggin' house. Of course he has a key. I guess. True. <laughs> duh, duh, duh. <laughs> I load upload. I uploaded this video to your computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay she's watching the video and he's like here's the deal early in the year i saw the crime watch um show and ellie's face looked exactly like poppy um which is why he kept watching because those kind of shows aren't usually his jam and then on the show he sees laurel he says there you were and you looked just like poppy too And then he's hoping that it's all just a coincidence in this moment, which I feel like you would know that that's not a coincidence anyways. And then he sees that all the pieces come together and the fact that Noelle also told me one time about Ellie. (laughs) Um, Sorry, (laughs) wait a second. That's when it all came together? Mm -hmm, Yeah, just that. And it's not even like Ellie isn't even that... um like standard it's a pretty unique name like yeah do you know what I mean it's not like Jane you mm-hmm. know or I don't know whatever don't you think that like if Noelle told you that you would go and google like Ellie whatever town they lived in something yeah. like that yeah anyways yeah. um he knew that Noelle was capable of all of this and he needed um time to get all of his affairs in order but don't worry there's more <laughs> <laughs> there's we more out, we find out a little bit of backstory on our lovely little floyd he says all his life he wanted to feel like everyone else he was really smart and not good looking so he just didn't fit in anywhere <laughs> just kind of Same. funny <laughs> <laughs> He was at uh, one school for a bit and he even had a girlfriend, but his parents moved again anyway. I guess his parents moved a lot, so mm-hmm. he never really had that stability. Um, quote, I don't think I ever really loved anyone until Poppy came along, which was an interesting little thought to hear from him. Yes, considering um, he was married and had another child already and didn't love that child but yeah and wasn't there at the beginning like talk of him having had a child that disappeared or something or was it just noelle or i don't think so it was some sort of weird talk at the beginning but now i can't remember Mm, i can't remember either 
All right. So why didn't he go to the police? Well, he wasn't sure if Ellie was still alive. And secondly, this actually, I was like, okay, that makes sense. But secondly, Noelle said that it wasn't his sperm. But on the odd chance that it was, he knew how bad that that would have looked on him, which is true. However, if you're not guilty, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, though. There is the justice system can be something. Well, and can. also, if he did go to the police, it would create a whole chain reaction, too. He's self-preserved. Mm-hmm self-preserving oh because he wanted to keep um poppy yeah oh yeah for Mm -hmm. sure so he didn't do a dna test because he didn't want to let poppy go so there we go he just kind of like kept that thing as his excuse or whatever um he has seen an interview where laurel has pleaded for closure he went to the funeral and saw laurel collapsed and realized in that moment that he had something he could give her that would quote get her out of the sinking mud and that something was poppy i can't i can't i'm sorry these last little bit i'm just like are you serious you are literally psycho okay i know so at this is the point where floyd became fixated on laurel and his transformation into paul began he made sure he did this gradually so that no one would notice and he just really wanted her to like him he also wanted laurel to like poppy as well because technically that's the only person she belongs to yeek okay so then um she I says mean, what about paul i know i know yes exactly what about paul um... Poor Paul. Poor Paul. Um, she said he even says, like, oh, don't worry about Poppy. She'll assimilate into your family. I've told her the facts, so don't worry. And also the house is Poppy's, so she should be good for money for the like rest of her life. So don't worry about it. And also, PS, Noelle's in the garden. She had been in my freezer, but um, I moved her back out there a few months ago. <laughs> oh my god he says that it was an accident and he says sorry for all the stuff that i didn't do (laughs) goodbye yeah he's like do with that what you will okay bye Mm -hmm. (laughs) nice Mm -hmm. to know you Mm -hmm. all right laurel finishes the video she can see that floyd's car is gone so he must be gone too he did. She's clearly right. upset, as she should be. This is a lot for her to process. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. I think even though she kind of knew it was still, like, to have it confirmed is a lot, right? Well, I don't think that she probably would have been like, oh, there's a dead body. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just hung out with a murderer for, like, <laughs> yeah. a month. Fuck. What the and, fuck? And, like, slept with him and everything? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, a little too far. And to find out that he was, like, mimicking Paul and all that? Anyway. All that time, sorry, Ellie was in Noelle's basement. That's really hard for her to comprehend. Laurel starts to get upset when Poppy suddenly comes in. Um, She wants Laurel to help her do a ponytail. She's wearing the outfit that Laurel got her, which is kind of cute. 
um, she starts to do Poppy's hair and realizes that she'll likely have to keep doing this. And suddenly, it's almost as if she is a mother again. Poppy asks where dad is, and she tells her that he had to go out somewhere. Poppy asks if it had to do with what he told her last night. Quote, he told me that Noelle wasn't my mom. He told me that your daughter was. Is it true that you're my grandma? And this is when Laurel can see that Poppy has been crying. Laurel says yes and tells her about Ellie. Poppy says her dad told her that no one knows who her real dad is. Poppy asked him if Ellie was pretty. Um, and then she asked if she was as pretty as Hannah. And that Ugh. kind of got Laurel because she suddenly realized that how shitty of a mother she is. <laughs> well, yeah, she deserves that feeling because she is a shitty mom. Yes, 100%. So, or had been at least. Yeah, yep. Ugh. Um, and then she asks if they're still going to go to Bonnie's party. Poppy says she wants to go and see her real family. She asks if her dad is ever coming back, and Laurel says she doesn't know. Suddenly, Poppy erupts into tears, and Laurel just holds her while she cries. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, okay, so here's Floyd's plan. You ready? Ready. He's got his passport. He's got a handgun. He's either going to leave the country or off himself. He has no other choice. All right. Both sound good. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And then he's, as he's like um, weighing his options, he's talking or yeah, talking to Noel um, and asking her if she's happy that he cleaned up her mess and he's feeling kind of relieved at this point as well which i'm just shaking my head um he's thinking of poppy and laurel um and that how he'll be linked forever with them and i'm like wow why don't you just pull in noel some more Jesus <laughs> how little are your teeth floyd <laughs> mm -hmm. let's see them let's see them teethers <laughs> Um, he's just, he can't stand the thought of him being in the newspaper for years as this like monster type person. He can't stand the thought of, of that being under a microscope and scrutinized and everything like that, which I'm like, you are so fucking selfish at this point. I wanted to like, just reach <laughs> yeah. in the book and like punch him in the face five times. Um, okay. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> five times, quick, five times, five, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> okay. Right in the nose. Uh, Kayla's brain when you die. Yeah. Okay. So he's hoping that Poppy is going to be brave and he knows that she's going to be. Um, and then he says, These are my last moments and my last sun sunset. And that's absolutely fine with him. So he done died by suicide. He gone. He gone. Bye bye. Bye. All right. I hate this. <laughs> I just gotta, I just gotta say I hate this. Eight months later, Laurel is at Hannah and Theo's wedding with Poppy. How exciting. Hmm. She wonders how she could have allowed herself to feel or think that Hannah was Theo's consolation prize. So that's good. At least she's not thinking that anymore. Thank um, God, but Jesus Christ. I know. 
Poppy was the flower girl, and she now calls Laurel Mama, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Poppy has been the light and joy of the family. Uh, I wrote this down because it was adorable. Blue and Jake have a little tiny puppy with them, which I'm like, let's hear more about the puppy. <laughs> Tell me all about We need a chapter on the puppy, <laughs> at least one. <laughs> if if friggin' it's going to end with their wedding, it may as well have more puppy content. Like, honestly, let's just make it real soft and mm-hmm. fuzzy feeling. Um, Poppy asks if SJ could come to the wedding um, and SJ has brought her friend. Ruby, Laurel's mom, passed away eight months ago, but she did have a chance to meet Poppy, so that's great. Um, Laurel hasn't told Poppy about Ellie and Noelle, just that Ellie had run away. She told the police about the body, but didn't tell Poppy about that either, which still gives me so many questions. Like, you'd think the police would take the child, like... I I have so many questions. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. think that this is... And, like, why hasn't the family reacted? Like, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. happened on Christmas Day? Were they, like, uh... Excuse me, what's going on? Yes, yes, yeah. She does end up telling Poppy that Floyd died by suicide, which upsets Poppy because she says that he was a very good dad and didn't need to die, which that was actually kind of sad. I was kind of sad about that. Because he it, he was a good dad to her, considering. But he didn't let her go and engage with anybody. Because like, he, he just... knew that she was. Uh, I, I've I got know, so many. I know, I've got so I many. I've I got, got a hot take after. about those feelings. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Laurel is okay. She is a mother again and focused on another human being. Hannah and Poppy love each other a ton. Um, Hannah and Laurel are friends now. Laurel blows Hannah a kiss. Quote, her beautiful daughter, her golden girl. And I went, Yeah, same. All right. There's an epilogue, but it's not going to (laughs) make things any better. Hand it over. Okay, so a random lady walks into the police station and is like, yo, I found this book in a charity shop and sorry i didn't get to reading it until now but there's a letter in here and it's a letter from ellie or i'm not gonna read it for word i'll sum it up it says like i'm ellie mac and laurel donnelly kidnapped me i've had a baby against my will oh sorry noel sorry noel donnelly kidnapped me on this date and i'm in her basement i've had a baby her name is poppy and please tell poppy that i love her and also tell my family that i love them what was the point of that yeah i don't know just i don't know to give something i almost would have preferred no wedding and just book yes yes i hmm. first of all i'm pissed off that okay (laughs) Tell me liked, everything. Okay. I liked the book, but I hate the ending. I think Shauna had the same kind of feeling as me as she posted it in the in the group. Um, but mm-hmm. I hate the ending. I think that mm-hmm. Floyd is a coward thinking that those were his only choices. He could have just gotten, you know, jail time and faced the music for mm-hmm. what he did. Though would he be 
Oh, I guess he would have been for Noel's murder. murder so yeah. he did murder someone. So yeah. exactly. Yeah. He should but just face the Poppy, music. Probably not, but with the murder, probably. Although yes. it does kind of suck because, but maybe the jury would have been lenient based on the whole story. Who freaking knows? True. Exactly. And then I'm thinking, well, he seemed like he was suspicious about Poppy this whole time. Was he avoiding the internet or looking into her at all? Because he's just like, I assumed that it was like a transient or like a sex worker who she just like convinced to have the baby for her kind of but thing. But he had all those newspaper articles. But he had newspaper articles and he had like kept her away from everybody, which is strange as well. Like, yeah, what? why is that? And then there's like, loose ends it's all too nicely wrapped up like Mm -hmm. I did like the book I just didn't like the ending it doesn't always need to be like everybody's happy in the end yeah I agree and I also hated how fucking predictable it was it was like Mm. I wanted to get to the end because I kept thinking it can't be what I thought it was from the beginning Mm. because that's Mm -hmm. not how these books work but then it really was Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I also so, yeah. super hated the concept of Laurel being like this depressed human who can barely function and doesn't treat her children well and ended up getting a divorce from her husband. And then she suddenly has this Ellie like part two or whatever you want to call it. And not fixes everything. Ellie, yeah. But everything's good. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's not cool. No, no. <laughs> I hated no. that she was such a shitty mother. Like, Mom, I hated yeah. that. Yeah, that was... I didn't yeah. like the Hannah and Theo characters. I didn't understand that storyline. I don't really know. If that was in there, I wish they would have gone into it more than, yeah. like, maybe something from Hannah's perspective or, yeah. like, yeah. dive in there, like, Laurel getting to know them a little bit more instead yeah. of them just being like, eight months later, we're married, we're bye. Married. Yeah, oh, everything's good, everything's happy. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, I, I will say, it was definitely a readable book, though. Of course. Yeah. I think I gave it four stars, but I think I'm like more like three and a half ish. Like, yeah, I, I agree. thought it was like a good, good book. Mm-hmm. Meh, good book. I'm but not like, sad that we read it. I just, no, think no, it definitely. Been better. Instead of like going into like characters, like going into her workplace and stuff, which I yeah. didn't really, other than the fact that the girl was like, you're glowing, you should hang out with them more which her mom could have done like the Ruby character could have been that like go into like the fallout of like what happened when she's like so this is what's happening like and like the reaction from the family and Paul and Bonnie Mm -hmm. yeah anyways I agree I totally agree yeah did you read the author's note no (laughs) okay so in the author's note she said I guess I should get back into doing that (laughs) Well, I just read the beginning and it said that when she first wrote this book, it was like absolutely bizarre and that her like editors like helped make it a story. But I'm like, I wonder what the first draft of this was like, how Mm. could it have gotten more bizarre? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he went, we never found out why he lied about Noelle's house either. True. And the fact that it was sketchy and he admits that to Laurel and he never put that piece together being like, it smells like death down here. Oh, it's gotta be these hamsters. Not the fact that there's probably like fucking refuse all over the fucking place. And we never under, we never got any like bull closure on the fucking hamsters. 
they seemed True. like such a like integral part of the story because it was so weird and it was just like oh it was just like she just had the hamsters for her. Mm-hmm. like I, I felt like there was gonna be something more to the hamsters yeah yeah I don't know. boo we're yes, back who's back <laughs> back again that we gotta let talk me go this. easy <laughs> nope. nope i've deliberate deliberately been sitting on this link until we release the episode i think yes i think that's a good idea too so go mm-hmm. if you're listening to this go check the fb group yeah the fb group for an interesting little link mm-hmm. so here are our thoughts on it <laughs> so what we've got here is a little blog post that lisa jewel had been a part of and she releases the alternative ending for then she was gone oh (gasps) fuck yes she did because you know how we're feeling about it i know i know and i've got some thoughts but i thought that i would just read like the first sentence because i think that it like kind of it encapsulates it all real quick you got it yeah Okay, so she says, in the original version of this book, the one I delivered to my editor in December 2016, Floyd discovers Ellie in Noelle's basement when he goes to her house to collect Poppy's things after killing Noelle in his kitchen. And that's pretty much it. And then he kind of keeps Ellie in his house for a bit. Um, He takes care of her, though. But again, he locks her in a basement. Mm -hmm. At one point, he's going to take her home and then feels like everything will be fucked yeah he totally tricks her and then brings her back but then he decides to die by suicide and still proceeded with the relationship with laurel and the video and everything Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but it was for yeah because he had ellie oh he had ellie too yeah so, like, I Which, feel like that kind of makes mm-hmm. a little bit more sense in terms of, like, mm-hmm. I always thought it was weird because you had said, why did um, Floyd say that she rented the apart or the house when she yes, obviously yeah. owned it? And, like, mm-hmm. it was weird that he went back and took those candlesticks and stuff. Like, yeah. so I feel like that parallels more with mm-hmm. the event that was the supposed kidnap- to happen when he went back. The second mm-hmm. kidnapping. <laughs> kidnapping part due. <gasps> So anyway, tell me your thoughts. I love this ending much more than the ending that we got in the published book. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would have loved if we had thought I had text after I finished reading it, I texted you and was like, I would have loved this. Plus, if they had made it seem like she was dead and then yes. they were like, surprise. Yes. She ain't dead. Yes. Yes. Because like, there once was you got to part five. Mm-hmm. and then it came to floyd's perspective and it's like tricked ya. she's been mm-hmm. in my basement the whole damn time mm-hmm. yes 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 because it would have taken away that predictability element that mm-hmm. we all had exactly. where we all knew i mean what we didn't know essentially was where noelle went we didn't really have like yeah. a concrete version of that but i think everybody assumed she was dead and floyd probably killed her like mm-hmm. So it would have been really fun to have that gigantic twist. Yes. However, I wish that maybe like Ellie had have killed Noelle and like Floyd walked in on it or something and then like understood what was going on once he saw Ellie and like 
brought her home because he was like, this is really bad. You know what I mean? Like didn't know what to do. That Mm -hmm. could have been a cool one. The other thing that I thought though, because I kept thinking I fucking hated the wedding. I hated that wedding ending. It was garbage. I did not like it. Sorry, Lisa Jewel, Mm -hmm. if you're listening, it just was like not for me, but you know, this book has like four 0.06 stars on Goodreads. So Mm -hmm. why might we might be in the minority there? But turns out everybody's like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) Yeah. But picture this. Unsubscribe. Picture this. I don't think I would have minded the wedding as much if Ellie had have lived and had to process the wedding. Because that would have been real fucked for her, right? Yes. Oh, and then like having Theo being like, my girl my other girl who's the sister of the girl yes and like having to explain to her what happened and like hannah having to explain and and then at least we would know what how they got together because i want to know how like that started Yes. yes i agree i mean i would assume that it's some sort of like trauma bonding thing like yes yes whatever and obviously uh and like Laurel mentions, oh, they bumped, she, Hannah was like, oh, she mentioned she bumped into him mm-hmm. one time and that's must've been when it started, but I'd like to know how their relationship dynamic is. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I would have loved to have seen Ellie come back into that. And cause nobody would have expected that, especially if they like, had still found the bones, like if the whole story mm-hmm. still had have unplayed, the only difference was that Ellie was alive. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay. Well, just, Kate's posting the link, I think, in the Facebook group, or yeah. I can, whatever. It doesn't matter. We will. It'll happen. We'll post the link. Mm-hmm. We'll post the link. Go read it and let us know your thoughts on the alternate mm-hmm. ending. Mm-hmm. Food food for fat. Beartown next week? Or not Beartown, fucking the winners, the winners next week? We know that's going to be a good one. We've got some vapes that are like reading Beartown and Us Versus You. And mm-hmm. Ashley just tagged us saying she's reading Us Versus You or Us mm-hmm. Against You. Mm-hmm. They're in for a treat. Oh, gosh. these Those books are so good. So good. I hope everybody enjoys them as much as we do. I just love. Well, who cares? It's true. <laughs> this is our, our podcast. podcast and not yours. not yours. So goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing 
to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.